Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to listen in and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Who's to Blame? And in this message, the preacher will encourage anyone with children to raise them in a loving home that has Jesus Christ at its center. All humans have free will, but we can do a lot as parents to positively impact our children's lives by providing them a Christian foundation on which they can grow and flourish. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I mean, if you want to show somebody how to be saved, this is an excellent story to go to. I mean, this man, this malefactor, he admits he's a sinner. He admits he's getting what he deserves. He turns to Jesus directly and asks him, and Christ gives him assurance. I mean, think about it this morning. The Lord Jesus Christ, he he died before the other two, and and we know this because when the Roman soldiers went to break his legs to finish him off, they didn't have to. He had already died. And so Christ was waiting for this man in paradise when his legs were broken. And he finally could no longer breathe because on the cross when those legs were broken, they couldn't push up as well as pull and, and, they, and they would suffocate. And, and, and moments after his death... He was in the presence of God. Now, there's more to this, I believe, than meets the eye, because I want to consider something that maybe you've never considered. I want to consider the parents of this thief. I want to consider the parents of this thief. I want to suggest to you this morning that this, this man was, was Jewish, and I think based on some of the things he said, the evidence points in that direction. And if he was Jewish, he likely near, lived nearby and, well, if you are, you have parents, right? All of us are here because of parents. And his parents likely lived somewhere around there, may well have been at the scene here. Somewhere nearby. It's a fair assumption. And you know what? It's very possible as they stood there, maybe at the back of the crowd, looking on, hearts breaking, times through teary eyes, they may have saw themselves as a failure. They may have seen themselves as a failure. But I'm here to tell you this morning, based on the evidence in our story, that these parents weren't a failure. And I'm going to show you why. You know, we do the best to raise our kids for the Lord. We make no bones about it. We do everything we can to teach them to do right. And we hope someday, as when Elisha slap that mantle down and say, where's the Lord God of Elijah? They will do the same thing someday. 
Coming into adulthood, I'm always so encouraged when our kids turn 18 and they join the church for themselves. That's always an encouraging thing. Uh, up to that point, as, a, as a, a, a sort of honorary member of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, they've been on their parents' coattail, but they've made that decision. We, we, we hope they do that. that that's what we, we raise them in that direction. But consider this situation. Capital punishment. Obviously, for some capital crimes, had to have broken the hearts of his parents. They had to, at times, have, have thought, to my, thought to themselves that, that other people, maybe in the community, might have looked at them as failures. They might have thought to themselves that maybe the na- neighbors did. You know, the public can be cruel. The public can be foolish. I always think of the disciples with the blind man in John 9. They, they asked the most genius question. Lord, who did sin? This man or his parents that he was born blind? I think if I had been the Lord then, I would have taken them all for an IQ test later. Him? He sinned. That's why he was born blind? So what, did he sin in his pre-existence? Did he sin in the womb? Yeah, he was having wild parties in his mother's womb. I mean, but the public can be foolish. They can be irrational. And they can be cruel. Maybe they met with a certain amount of disdain in the synagogue. Certain assumptions are often made. One preacher one time said it wasn't very far from the high chair to the electric chair. And so people ask, who's to blame? How about this one? Who's to blame? How about the devil? How about if we blame the devil? That'd be a good place to start. How about if we accuse the accuser? And so perhaps at the foot of the cross this morning or somewhere back in the crowd... There was a mom or a dad or both with broken hearts. And maybe they thought they were a failure. But I want to suggest some evidence this morning that suggests that they weren't. I want you to look at verse 40. Look at verse 40. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, The other answering rebuked him, saying, Does not thou fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation? Do you know, no parent is a failure who teaches their child to fear God. Now, the other guy didn't fear God, but he did. Where did he learn that? Where did he learn that? Do you know, a lot of Christian parents I have found spend a lot of time beating themselves up over things their kids do, sometimes while they're young and when they get older. And you know what? You end up losing your joy. The accuser of the brethren will tempt you to quit. Let me ask you a question this morning. What did Samuel do wrong? His kids didn't turn out right. You can't find any evidence in Scripture. Brother Jack Wood used to say Cain and Abel had the same parents. But no parent is a failure who teaches their child to fear God. 
The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. The best nutshell definition I can give you of the fear of the Lord is living life in light of final judgment. And he learned this at home. He didn't. He didn't learn it in the God-hating humanistic public schools. I was reading an article the other day. There are public schools around the country. I don't know if they're doing it around here. But they have uh, gender transition closets now for the kids. They can come to school, change into their trans clothes, wear them during the day, get back in their regular clothes at the end of the day and go home, and mom and dad will be never the wiser. How's that for support in the family? He didn't learn it in the military. Probably didn't learn it on the job. Probably learned the fear of the Lord at home. Mom and dad took him to synagogue. And you know, verse 40 is a real miracle because he rebukes the other thief. Now, at first he didn't. In fact, in Matthew and Mark, the Bible says that they, both the malefactors, cast the same in Jesus' teeth. So at first these men were in league, perhaps. They were both convicted of a, a crime that they committed together. Partners in crime, we would call them. But they part company here. He rebukes his friend. Folks, this thief separates himself from the other, which is unusual for criminals on death row. Because even if the criminals were enemies during their lifetime of crime, when walking down to get executed, the other death row inmates will encourage the one who's going to be executed. For the death row binds them together in the same predicament. I see this as a real evidence of God's grace. You know, Paul talking about himself, he said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Don't ever say that anyone can't get saved. As long as they're, as long as they're breathing, there's hope. God saved Madeline Murray O'Hare's son. History tells us that God saved Joseph Stalin's daughter. I've read David Berkowitz's testimony. Son of Sam, I believe he really got saved. Bible says he's able to save them to the uttermost, to come unto God by him. But no, no parent is a failure who teaches their child to fear God. Fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He probably watched his parents say grace at mealtimes. He was probably tucked into bed many a time with a bedside prayer. He probably spent time with his family in, in devotions. No parents are failure teaches their kid to fear God. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Who's to Blame? by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, the preacher gave us encouraging thoughts to consider when it comes to our influence on our children. While there are unending ways in which we can have an impact on our children's lives, Ultimately, they will have to make decisions of their own when it comes to their personal walk with Jesus Christ. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, or where you will spend eternity, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.com. 
That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Our bookstore is also open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.